Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ramble Reacts. Liverpool joined Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final. I'm Marcus Speller. And I'm Andy Brassel. Oh, welcome one and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Andy, yeah, yeah. We've got another Liverpool-Chelsea final. Isn't that great news, everybody? <laughs> Just what everyone wanted. Uh, if I can sort of fill in the, the listeners, Marcus at the moment, he always looks like the son of Jorge Jesus. At the moment, he looks like <laughs> slightly windswept, heartbroken Jorge Jesus from mm. when uh, Benfica conceded that injury time winner to Porto in the penultimate game of the season that lost them the title. How could we forget oh, that, Andy? George, I wanted, I wanted Flamingo. I wanted Flamingo Jorge Jesus <laughs> winning the Copa Libertadores with two late goals, um, but it didn't happen. That's you on Friday. Uh, yeah, look. Yeah, I have just got back from Craven Cottage when we're recording this. And look, I mean, you know, to quote Fulham fan Hugh Grant at the start of Notting Hill, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you, that actually doesn't sum up my, my true feelings of this one because despite Fulham going out of the cup, 
one has to be realistic. Um, actually, Fulham was still in it until the referee's whistle, which I, you know, they gave us a bit of cheer. They gave us something towards the end, and it got the got the old place going uh, in a way that you don't see too often at Craven Cottage. And uh, and for that, I I very much stayed to clap the lads off at the end. I thought it was I thought it was. Um, what type of performance did I think it was? I thought it was an admirable performance. I think if if I can choose mm. my word correctly there. But Andy, what did you make of it all? I, I think that's a, a fair assessment. I think obviously it's it's disappointing. I think you can say that the better team won the semi. But having said that, if mm. you look at it, Liverpool have Fulham play Liverpool three times this season. And they've given them a really good game every one of those three times. And given that Liverpool are clear at the top of the Premier League at the moment, given the resource that that Liverpool have got, I think you can't say much more than that. Now, I can work out before this game whether um, Fulham would regret the short spell at Anfield where they conceded those two goals and the game completely (laughs) turned around, or whether Mm -hmm. they would be thankful for the fact that they managed yeah. to take a deep breath after that and not concede any more. Really, the third or the I think that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I really think that, um, you know, a, a lot of things chronologically really went against Fulham in, in this tie. So you think of conceding those two goals in double quick time in the first leg. And I think just the little sliding doors moment. I was going to say I'm back on Hugh Grant, but that was, that was Gwyneth Paltrow and John Hanna, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> I can see why you thought Hugh was in that film. <laughs> it, it, it would be his cup of tea, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, very much so. I, 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 certainly 20 years ago. But I think yeah. it, it just all fell around that that bit in the opening bit of the game, in, in the opening 10, 15 minutes, really, where mm-hmm. Palina had that chance from what was a very well-rehearsed re- corner routine I guess the only flaw with it was that Palina got the chance rather than, say, Raul, for example. And, but it would have been then, a stunning goal if he puts that away, though, Andy. Yeah, I, I guess I guess the argument is a, a better finisher maybe stops it or, or, or takes mm-hmm. it differently because he found space so well from, from that. And, and then, of course, you yeah. get the... He the, couldn't slide tackle it into the net. <laughs> I love a tackle that turns into a goal. And so did Solomon Kalou yeah. back in the, the, the day. But I think... <laughs> and, and then the Liverpool goal comes so soon after that and it just kind of yeah. puts a pin in the atmosphere a, a little bit, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, it's, yeah. it's funny, like, um, obviously you were at the game on television. Um, Bernd Leno was, like, strongly criticised for not mm-hmm. saving that, which I think is really bloody harsh because... It was interesting. Marco Silva actually um, told off uh, Timothy Castagna on his on his post match for um, like th- letting the ball get to Luis Diaz. It's an unbelievable take from the crossfield ball, by the way, from Luis Diaz. Yeah. And the way he takes it, you think that he's going to go in the far corner. So for one, Leno is a little off balance because he's expecting it to go far post rather than near post. Also, when you see a couple of replays of it, um, it, it takes. Well, probably two and a half deflections actually on it on its way in. So you always have that feeling when a goalkeeper gets a solid hand on it that oh well mm. he should be saving that. I I just think he's a bit unlucky. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, Leno's been brilliant for Fulham this season, mm. so I, I don't want to be critical. I, I, well, all right, cards on the table, everybody. I didn't actually see the goal because it was quite a shambolic situation outside the ground. I thought they were going to delay kickoff by about 15 minutes because there was there was still what would have been a good few thousand people outside the ground for whatever reason. I, I don't know what happened. Walking along Stevenage Road outside the ground, people were going, what is it? Like it was chocker. I don't know what went on, but a lot of people would have missed that 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 first goal. But anyway... Gripes aside, I obviously have uh, watched the highlights of it, and yeah, nah, yeah, he might have done better. One day it does take a deflection. The fact is, from Luis Diaz's point of view, it's a, it's a great goal from him. And Luis Diaz was brilliant. I mean, he he ran his socks yeah. off all night. Um, but it does make Fulham's task a lot more difficult. And it, <laughs> I mean, I was I was with the, with Jim at the game actually, and. And I, th- I was saying to Jim that the reason, not that he was sort of questioning this, but but I think people might have thought as the game went on, why don't Fulham, you know, start committing a bit more? Why don't they have a go? It's it's all very easy I to say that. Well, I, you're playing a much much better side, and again, mm-hmm. if you know, if 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 Fulham, if it's you know, if it's Arsenal or someone, you you, you maybe. Um, as in Arsenal playing playing Liverpool, but Fulham, if they start chucking men forward and if they start really going for it, they get murdered. You saw the chances mm. that Liverpool missed. I mean, you know, Nunes might have had one. You know, Leno made a couple of decent saves in the second half. What the the, the plan is? It's so difficult playing against Liverpool because when they go the, the goal up, Liverpool look fairly comfortable and they think to themselves, Do you know, what? We'll, we'll just dig in. They're not going to get anything. And Fulham come forward and 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 try and find space. They try and do this, but but they couldn't really get past the, the Liverpool press early on in the game. And they go forward. And of course, where's the space? I mean, Raul Jimenez, you know, again, he put in a shift, but he's not going to get much. When he's very isolated up there. Willian puts in a shift, but, you know, I, I thought Tom Kearney was great in the centre of the pitch, but then I would, wouldn't I? But I just love the fact that if he, if he, <laughs> if he, if he's about to lose the ball, he'll win a foul, you know, so he's, he's, he's lovely in there. Polina again, backing him up, putting in the big tackles and so on. But what Fulham did though, is in a game like that where it's it's it, it's a stalemate if Liverpool want it to be a stalemate, and then if you start to open up, it's almost like you're playing Floyd Mayweather, Floyd uh, Floyd Mayweather, sorry, in, in, mm. in the boxing ring. He'll just keep keep your arm's length, keep keep winning the points, and if you go right, I'm going to go for it, bang, you're on the canvas. You know, it's it, mm. you've got to be careful. So, but what what you, you what you can do is you can stay in the tie. And if you stay in the tie, you never know. Again, 20 minutes to go, 15 minutes to go, if you can get one. If one drops, there's a moment of quality and suddenly it's on. I didn't think that the thigh of Issa Diop would provide that, but it did. <laughs> and when it went in, it was one, I mean, it was great. It was, in terms of celebrations, it's actually one of my favourite goals, uh, definitely of this season and, and perhaps, you know, recent seasons of Fulham. Um, the whole place went crazy and suddenly it was alive. Now, again, after that, Liverpool weren't really, really bothered, but it was a bit nervy, and that's what they were relying on: stay in the tight, see if you can get something. Because there's, there's no point in losing one nil. I understand, but if you yeah. throw men forward, like I say, you'll lose two or three nil. And so for that, I think Fulham they gave the crowd a bit of cheer. They were still in it right to the end, 
they just couldn't find that extra bit of quality. But I did think, you know, when Klopp brings on Kanata at the end to sort of see it through, I'm a bit like, oh, come on. Come on. That's just not fair, is it? You know, but it shows you... It's a huge that, respect, as Klopp said, though, isn't it? Well, well, Klopp said it's not a night to shine, it's a night to reach the final. And they did their job. Mm. You know, we're all said and done, Fulham are out. But I came away from the ground thinking, do you know what? Actually, I did quite enjoy that just because Fulham, I thought, were all right. And they, they were still in it at the end. Yeah, I, th- I think that's, that, that's absolutely right. And I, I thought, really, to be that patient, both in terms of not committing too early and when Liverpool who defended very well for, for, for the majority mm. of it, um, just weren't giving them anything. I think to have that patience, I think was mm-hmm. really, really impressive. To not let their anxiety to get back in the tie mm-hmm. get on top of them, really. I think it's really easy to be overwhelmed by that anxiety. And the only time that they looked like they were going to be caught on the break, really, was when they started committing a little bit more once they're at 1-1. Yeah. And by that point, you know, you, that's in the last you 10 minutes or whatever, yeah, you've got to, you've got to go for it. But look, Harry yeah. Wilson made an enormous difference when he, when he, when he came on. Uh, not just the creation of the goal, but when you, again, I think when you have like repeated replays of the Wilson shot that Kelleher saved, and Kelleher was immaculate, by the way, mm-hmm. um, that was a really, really good save because the way that Wilson hits the ball is so clean anyway. And it just skidded a little bit off the the, yeah. the, the turf. And he, he made a really, really good save there. Like, I know Fulham didn't have a, a stack of chances, but they knew they wouldn't and that they were patient and didn't let the anxiety get, get away from them. Well, they did only on. Well, early on, I mean, Silva did say they were nervous and they were a bit, you know, and that, again, the goal would, would would testify to that. But you're right, in terms of as the game then started to play out, I think, oh, yeah. do we go for this, do we not? Um, but I mean, to be honest with you, I don't, I, don't, I don't think they had the option of going for it, if you see what I mean. No. What are you going to do? No. Pump long balls up there. I mean, Van Dijk's going to eat that up all day long. You know, yeah. they don't have, um, you know, um, he who will know still be mentioned uh, Mitrovic anymore to try and out muscle him and try win ahead of him and even if they did I don't think that would have made a huge difference with regards to that knocking it long is just come on that's that's not going to happen um trying to just find a way trying to find a bit of a craft so it's very very difficult but on the um mention of um Kelleher in goal it was quite interesting Allison of course was on the bench Allison Becker and I think it was maybe when he made that save um, from Harry Wilson, which my initial thoughts actually from where I was sitting was Kelleher made a bit of a meal out of it. Um, but I haven't seen the the, the replay of, of that particular incident. But Alisson was up and almost coaching him from the sideline, you know, saying like, calm it down, mm. you know, like, and all, and all this. And I thought that was quite interesting. And that would be, obviously they're in competition for the number one spot, but in reality, they're not because Alisson is no. possibly the best keeper in the world or certainly one of the best keepers in the world. So therefore, if you know your place realistically, to have a, a, a you know a man like him, a player like him on the sideline, just you know giving you instruction, I think that is just what you need really if, it, if it's a cup tie and it's kind of nicely poised. Um, so I thought that was quite, from a Liverpool point of view, I thought that was um, quite interesting to see. But you know, Liverpool got the job done. I mean, the early goal does help of course, but again, I think if it goes into extra time, you just if, if if it had have done, 
you would just fancy, you know, Diogo Jota to, to score or, you know, th- again, the, the quality they have. Um, because when they bring those players off the bench, you think, oh, flipping heck, you know. But yeah. as I say, Fulham, they, they were there. But Liverpool, they're in the final and they will play Chelsea once again in the final. Uh, oh, those two, they know other. how to put on a great final, don't they? <laughs> oh. And they know how to put on an entertaining penalty shooter, Andy. I will say that. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. I'm Martin Keown, and you're listening to Football Ramble. Yeah, maybe just one small bit in the bit Football Ramble. That'd be all right. I'm Martin Keown, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. I'm Martin Keown. Keown. In terms of the final, Andy, Liverpool are on for a quadruple. Chelsea are desperate for a trophy win, according to Pochettino. How would you, uh, you know, we, we, you know, both semi-finals have only just finished, of course, but uh, what, what do you make of it? Well, I think it's quite a curious one because over the last. 20 years in particular, Chelsea versus Liverpool has been an authentic rivalry in English football. The Mm -hmm. gap between the two teams at the moment is very large. And it was quite interesting when Klopp had his his post-match. And I can't remember exactly how he put it, 
But um, it, it, when when he was uh, he was reflecting on Chelsea also being in the final, he's going on oh, Chelsea. What a story! As if they were like some underdog team that that, that, that made it. It just it just cracked me up. I thought it was, it was really yeah. funny. I, I wish I could remember his exact phrasing of it, but I thought that is an absolute Mourinho mm. of a of a framing. That is, yeah, uh, That's, yeah, yeah. That, that that was entertaining. But of course, you have to wonder: Do Liverpool approach it any differently? Because there is that class gap. My feeling is maybe no. Because, like you were saying with Fulham, they treated Fulham with um, a decent amount of respect tonight. And, you know, it was the Klopp thing of, you know, you go back to earlier in his career when he's known as a serial loser of finals. Mm. And it, it seems a long time ago is, now, by the way. Yeah, it does. It does. I, th- I think, and, and then you go back to, to that point, like post. 2018, when you go back to, I guess, 2019 Champions League final, and he's like, yeah, that's not me anymore. That's not me. <laughs> and th- then from there, it, mm. it's just a whole attitude. It's funny because, like, philosophy-wise, he couldn't be more juxtaposed to Mourinho. But that, what you were saying about, you know, finals are for winning, you know, cup games, semifinals as well are for winning, you know, never mind yeah. about the performance. That's something that could have tumbled straight from the mouth of Jose, isn't it? So I yeah. think that that little switch is, is is quite interesting. You know, you look at the way they've they've played various finals and various successful finals, starting with that 29, uh, 2019 mm-hmm. um, Champions League final. You know, maybe, maybe it won't be a classic, but I guess much of that will be governed to how many risks Chelsea are prepared to take and I guess how clinical Chelsea can actually be. Yeah, do, do you think that the 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 finals that Klopp lost earlier on in his career have had a big influence on how he approaches finals Definitely. now and in Definitely. the last few years in the sense of, because you talk about the Champions League final, you talk about these ones going to penalties and so on. He does sort of almost revert, and as you mentioned, Mourinho-like, it does revert to, we win this. And that's it. it, it yeah. you, ju- you just get it done. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's that's absolutely right. And I think as as well because Chelsea are quite an athletic team. And if if I think that there was a major difference between Fulham and Liverpool tonight, uh, quite apart from the quality of players and resource and etc., um, mm-hmm. I, I just thought athletically. That yeah. Liverpool had the, the the drop on them, and that really made yeah. the difference. And I think you look at that game tonight, and th- whereas it doesn't explain everything that Liverpool have done to be so improved this season, I think you look at the midfield and you think, yeah, this is the moments that they reinforce mm. this midfield with because all, all their midfield were fantastic. I mean, obviously Harvey Elliott was still there last season, and because they're midfield was generally so static he, he stood out a mile he got a bit of treatment from the Fulham fans Andy didn't he didn't he it, yeah, it, was, it was discernible on the, on the on the television yeah you don't expect it's not very Fulhamish uh, generally speaking but uh, yeah they, they certainly let him know that uh, they're not best pleased with uh, with the decisions he's made um, you clapped you your clapper know. at him did you I did I had my clapper in my hand all game um <laughs> And uh, and I let him have it, Andy. Quite frankly, um, do you know what? Actually, on on the subject of of former Fulham players who are on Chelsea, uh, Liverpool's books, 
Did you see that Fabio Carvalho has gone on loan to Hull City? I did, yeah. Now, look, Hull City, they're, they're a big club and, and, and all that. But as a Fulham fan, you just think, why did you go? You could have been, you yeah. could have been playing. You could have probably been starting or at least playing a lot of Premier League minutes for Fulham. And uh, he's gone to Liverpool and he's like, yeah, they're off back to the championship. It, it's, yeah, it's quite yeah, funny when... Yeah. It is quite funny when um, you, you see that, you know, you think RB Leipzig is the perfect place for young players like him to develop. And then you think, actually, he's joined an actually not that short list of really talented young players who've gone and absolutely fallen on their face at RB Leipzig. Uh, Emil Smith-Rowe was was one of them. Uh, Elias Moriba, who... who um, uh, came through the Barcelona Academy. He he ended up there and it, it didn't work out for him at, at all as well. I, mean, I remember a, a couple of years ago, I did an at the match on a very, very cold Monday night um, at Leipzig. And on their club it, TV you? channel, they had this they had this man um, who, who's the presenter. He was dressed like a, a sort of uh, Butlin's uh, compare, I suppose. And he had this now like red and white bow tie. It looked ridiculous. Uh-huh. Anyway, talking about people's mother in laws <laughs> Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, nothing blue, nothing blue though. And uh, yeah, yeah. He, there was this, there was this young lad behind him in, in a massive overcoat playing table football, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, he must be a competition winner." And then I got a little bit closer, and I'm like, "It's Emil Smith Rowe." And he starts talking about, yeah, this is uh, the current, uh, currently injured uh, young English international, uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, who's like playing some of our fans at table football. <laughs> and that, that was the pinnacle of his spell at Leipzig. That is superb stuff. Yeah. My goodness, that, there's got to be a bit more of a feature in that, Andy. Um, anyway, I'll tell you what, Andy, this, this did a piss off the Fulham fans. At the full-time whistle, the chap who comes on the pitch and... Um, you know, is the sort of the match day presenter, if you like, on, on you know, uh, a stadium host, should I say. Yeah. Uh, walks on yes. the pitch at full time and he goes, full time at Craven Cottage. Congratulations to Liverpool for reaching the final. Boo! <laughs> it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> what are you doing? Get, time and a place. The, time get, and a place. Yeah, get, get the hard luck, Fulham. Great effort, lads. All that stuff in. If you do want to do your congratulations, but don't open with that for crying out loud as a little tip. As, as Jurgen Klopp walked though. off as Jurgen Klopp yeah. walked off being pelted by empty cans of tropical Fanta. <laughs> Jurgen Klopp probably had his arm around the guy's shoulder, come on. Um, but yes, uh, you mentioned RB Leipzig. A um, little bit of German uh, football for you now, everybody. Just a tiny little uh, drop of it. Uh, Eric Dyer made his Bayern debut on the uh, on the same evening that Fulham crashed out of the uh, semi-final of the Carabao Cup. Andy, how did Mr. Dyer get on for Bayern? Well, he got on eventually. He was Dyer Pumacano pulled his hamstring at the end of the first half, and so Dyer was stripped, ready to come on, and it was exactly the sort of Bavarian night to look like a Nordic warrior because it was obviously freezing. And then Thomas Tuchel decided, oh, we'll give him five minutes, see if he can run it off. Yeah, because people generally run off pulled hamstrings, don't they? So anyway, <laughs> Dyer had to go put a massive coat on and then come out and do it for the um, for the second half in, in, instead. Pretty solid um, in, in the second half against Union Berlin. His major contribution was in this mad incident, actually, when uh, Nenad Bielitsa, the coach of Union Berlin, had an argument with uh, Leroy Sané and uh, hit him in the face twice and... 
Bloody yeah. Before, before he was crazy. Before getting obviously sent to the the, the stand where he continued uh, like absolutely raging. But Dyer was the first to step in, and you thought, oh, that's a lovely, reassuring cupboard of a man to break up fights at the very <laughs> least, isn't it? Yeah. Blimey, blimey, O'Reilly. Um, the other piece of news that uh, you've probably seen yourselves, but Ivory Coast snuck through. Uh, in the in the African Cup of Nations tonight, um, never in doubt, spells yeah. never in doubt. Well, they've been they've been rewarded <laughs> with a uh, with a game against Senegal, so they're going to have to improve because Senegal. I think you described them as the most reliable side in in, in Afcon um, yes. at the moment. Uh, we do have a tasty uh, one with Nigeria facing Cameroon, uh, which is always a big Oof. one against those two. So, uh, but Cape Cape Verde are playing Mauritania. So one of those sides will go through, and we will have a Guinea in the next round as well, because Equatorial <laughs> Guinea are playing um, regular Guinea. Um, that's what's happening there. So uh, regular Guinea, uh, marvelous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. not even Equatorial, um, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like Fanta and tropical Fanta. I'll just have a regular Fanta. You know, um, excellent. Anyway. Uh, I think we should go before I disrespect um, any more countries. Um, Pleasure, everybody. Thanks very much. Do join us on Friday for a preview uh, ahead of the FA Cup fourth round, where Fulham are back in cup action, of course. Uh, In the meantime, find us on uh, Twitter, which um, is apparently known as X at the moment, Uh, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, at Football Ramble. And remember to subscribe on your podcast app. Thank you very much, Andy Brassel. Thank you. And thank you, Fulham. You did us proud, despite going out. Lots of love. See you Friday. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.